Hello, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you ideas and inspiration to help you overcome your teaching challenges and make a real difference in your students' lives. As you know, this first season is all about classroom management strategies, about how to gain and keep your students' attention and minimize problems so that you can focus on what really matters, teaching and making a difference. Last week, we talked about a specific step-by-step plan to help you regain control of your classrooms if things have gotten a little out of hand. If you haven't listened to that yet, you'll definitely want to check that episode out first and then come back here because today we're going to talk about one piece of that puzzle, and that is the classroom shakeup. You might be wondering, uh, what exactly is a classroom shakeup? Well, the idea is that it's a way to get your students' attention and to show them by actions that things are going to be different than they used to be. So let's get started. We're going to start by talking about why exactly you might need a classroom shakeup. Well, here's the thing. When you're in a brand new school year, it's pretty amazing um, the power of that that fresh start. You can really teach your students to do anything because they don't have expectations, uh, they don't know what to think, and you can really kind of set the bar wherever you want. But if you did what I did my first year and you start letting little problems go, the problem is that those little things, uh, if you don't you know, say something and correct students about little things, the little things become medium things, and the medium things become big things, And before you know it, you might be looking around a couple months into the school year and realize, wow, how did things get so out of hand? And and the reality is that little problems just don't stay little. They, They get big if you don't correct them. Here's the problem. If you're, if you're listening to this in the summer, you are in luck because you have a fantastic opportunity to uh, start the school year with a fresh start. But for most of you, it's the middle of the school year. And if you're in the middle of the school year, trying to change um, things mid-year is a big challenge. Uh, it's definitely like trying to swim up sh- upstream. But one of the biggest tools that can help you is a classroom shakeup. What this does is kind of resets um, the student's expectations. It gets their attention by using actions, not just words. So that's why you need a classroom shakeup. But what exactly is a classroom shakeup? Well, what you want to do is you want to change up your normal classroom routine so that you get your kids' attention and show them by your actions that things are going to be different than they used to be. Let me give you an example. I was talking to a teacher um, last year, actually, and she was telling me that her students were having a lot of trouble hanging up their um, coats. And I think I talked to you guys a little bit about this last week. Um, But they were having trouble hanging up their coats, and she just didn't know what to do. And as we discussed it, we said that what she's going to do is she's going to put away that coat rack. She's going to hide it so that when the students show up, they and go to hang out their coats, there's nowhere to put them. What that's going to do is make them naturally um, come to her and ask, wait, wait, what's going on? So the difference is, instead of her just getting up in front of the classroom and say, now we've been having problems with the coat rack, here's what's going to happen next, and the student's kind of thinking, yeah, yeah, we've been through this before. Instead, they're coming to her and asking, wait, what what happened? Where's the coat rack? What's going on? And you have their attention and the chance to show them that things will be different. 
We'll talk about some more examples in a minute, but first of all, let's talk about how to actually create a classroom shakeup. Well, the first thing you need to do is identify some of the key problem areas in your classroom. And before you say, oh, Linda, my entire classroom is a problem, um, then I would <laughs> just challenge you to say, to pick what are some of the biggest problems, okay? And and here I'm not talking about just like, oh, my students talk a lot. Um, what are those specific procedural problems? Do you, do you have particular issues with students just getting up and walking around the room to sharpen their pencils? Uh, you know, sharpening pencils a big problem. Is kids just going to the bathroom without asking a problem? Is the start of class a problem? Is it how they pass in their papers? You know, think about like what are a few of the things that are worse than others that are really causing a lot of confusion and chaos. So start by identifying those problem areas. Then you want to think in your mind, okay, how can we do things better? What do I want to change? So if you've been having problems with students sharpening their pencils, it's just been like there's been a line at the back of the you know room, then you've got to think, okay, how do I want to do this? When do I want them to sharpen them? Um, what's the best way to do this? And if you don't know, ask another teacher for advice or ask it in our um, Facebook group. You can join our Facebook group. There'll be a link in the show notes at teachfortheheart.com slash podcast three. Um, But find a way, determining your mind, okay, what do I want to do differently? Now it's time to figure out a way to shake it up. And here's some different options. There's There's a ton of different ways you can shake up your classroom, but here's some three ideas to get you thinking in the right direction. First idea is, like the coat rack, to take something out of the room. So, like I said, if if you're having trouble with students sharpening their pencils, you could simply remove the pencil sharpener from your room for um, that day. Um, You know, so think about that. Is there something I could simply remove out of my classroom that would get their attention and kind of prevent this problem until we talked about it? Another idea is to simply not let the students in your room. So this works really well if you're having trouble with start-of-class procedures, um, or especially like um, this could work if you're teaching secondary. So you can simply shut the door or even lock the door to your classroom and stand outside and just make everyone stand in the hallway. Um, That would get their attention and help them kind of realize, wait a second, what's going on? I definitely recommend um, telling your administrator ahead of time what you're doing so they don't wonder why there's 20 students just standing in the hall. Um, But that would be a great way to get their attention. Another idea is to skip a certain part of your routine. If your students are really having trouble with a water break, then maybe one day take a different route back to your classroom and completely bypass the water fountain and just skip the water break. And when the students are like, wait, I'm thirsty, that's your chance to talk to them about why you didn't have a water break, how things are going to be from now on. So just think it through. It takes some creativity, but if you're determined and creative, you can think of a way to shake up your situation. Um, and just, just, just be creative with it and think of something that would get their attention without you having to say a word. All right, so that's how to create a classroom shakeup. The next question is, what do you do after the shakeup? Well, the key is that you have their attention. Now you need to use it. Now, Do not take this opportunity to lecture or scold. That is not the purpose. Um, You're not, you're not, this is not the time to go launch into a lecture. It is simply a time to very calmly show that you are in control and calmly tell them how things will be from now on. You know, something simple. We've been having trouble. Um, We've been having lots of issues going to the water fountain. 
we're not going to have those issues anymore from now on. Here is how we will do the procedure. And you calmly explain it to them. Along with that, you need to teach them the new procedure. And there's actually a specific method you can use to teach the procedure that we're going to cover next week. So you'll definitely want to tune in next week when we talk about how to teach procedures that your students will actually follow. Um, But the basic key is that you want to actually practice the procedure and you want to correct it when they make mistakes. And that brings me to my last point, and that is after the classroom shakeup, you need to be careful to deal with the first problems that come up. Now, remember I talked about in the very beginning of the episode, when you're starting out a school year, if you let little things go in the beginning, little things that cues your students that, uh, she said to do this, but she doesn't really care, so it doesn't matter. And if you don't correct those little things, they become medium things, and then they become big things. Same thing is true here. You just reset this certain procedure. Now is your chance to show your students that you mean business. So the very first time someone uses the wrong procedure, um, you need to deal with that. Now that does not mean that you yell at them. It does not mean that you give them a detention. Uh, you really probably you probably don't need any type of consequence unless the student is blatantly, um, you know, purposefully disobeying you. Um, the reality is that they're used to doing things a certain way, and now they have to change it. So give them a lot of grace and understanding. But what you need to do is kindly correct them. So um, you know, if someone, if you have a new pencil sharpening procedure, and someone just stands up and without let's say your new procedure is that you only do it at a certain time of class and someone gets up to sharpen their pencil at the wrong time, you just need to say very kindly, oh, oh, um, Simeon, don't forget, sit down right now. This is not the time to sharpen your pencils. Remember, you need to wait until, you know, whenever, you need to wait until the end of the the class. Um, so you actually just kindly correct them, but then insist that they do it the new way. Don't let them do it the old way. Um, insist that they do it the new way and have them redo it if necessary. I'm excited for you guys to try your classroom shakeups, and um, if they go well, or even if they go to, uh, poorly, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can email me at linda at teachfortheheart.com. I'd love to hear um, your stories, or you can leave a comment at teachfortheheart.com slash podcast three. I really hope this series has been helpful for you so far. If you'd like more tips and information, you can get my free classroom management mini course. Remember, that's at teachfortheheart.com slash mini course. As we said, next week, we're going to talk about how to teach procedures in a way that your students will actually follow them. So hope to see you next week. One last thing, if you've been enjoying this podcast, you can help spread the word by leaving a review on iTunes. The more reviews a podcast has, the higher it shows up in the ratings and the more people can find it. Um, So if you take just uh, three to five minutes, uh, probably won't even take that long. You could probably do it in two minutes and go over to iTunes, find the podcast and leave a review. That would be a tremendous help to me and to other teachers who are looking for help and advice. Hope you have a wonderful week. Remember to keep growing and keep striving. You really are making a difference.